Ministry family. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. It is Tuesday, January the 17th, and this is your host, Donna and Daryl Barber, and we are hoping that today you're having a wonderful, blessed day so far. We are continuing our series on um, the importance of the local church, and I'm, I got you know, have to go ahead and say, yes, there was an alarm that got set off in the background of our recording yesterday, which, um, you know, it was crazy, but it is what it is. And we'll, <laughs> we'll just have to go with that. So thank you for those of you that wanted to point that out for us. There was a noise in the background, but hopefully we got that taken care of today. Um, we started on yesterday, we were talking about uh, being able to witness to the unbeliever, and we our text for that was out of Matthew twenty eight eighteen through twenty. And before we get into, we were going to start today about the do's and the don'ts of witnessing. But I thought it might be a good idea if we touch just a little bit more about that about the importance of baptism. Yeah, because we really talked about the mandate we have to evangelize. You know, we grow up in the house of God. So we can take this message and make more disciples. And that's why we teach all nations. You know, we, we really, we disciple them and pour into them the things that we've learned. And then he told us we baptize. And we got into that a little bit yesterday, but there's a lot to be said about baptism. It's not just an outward show of an inward work that's happened in you. But really, that immersion is taking place. We're being immersed into the body of Christ. We're being immersed into the name or the authority or the nature of the Godhead. And just like Jesus had a death, burial, resurrection, and ascension in his life, the same thing takes place with us. There's a death that happens with us. We're dead to our life. Our old man is, is buried in the water yes. of the baptism. And, you know, that's the burial. And then we resurrect in newness of life in Christ Jesus and the scripture teaches our ascension is where we're seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But what this is, Colossians teaches us, Paul told the Colossians in his letter, that this is where the circumcision of our heart takes place. And Absolutely. That, and that, yes, water, that water baptism cuts away old habits that you know, you've had in your life and old memories, things that hold you in prison, all those things of the old man are cut away through faith in the operation of God. God is the great physician, Jesus is. That's the way I teach right? it as for a, a good understanding is because we talk about being an operation of the heart. And it's if we call Jesus the great physician, it's almost like he's going in and doing and doing that on the inside of us. If you if you understand what a surgeon in this day and time does, they go in and they cut out the bad. And that's kind of what we teach about that. With Jesus being the great physician, he goes in and cuts away that hardness of our heart and gives us a new heart in him. That's right. And this parallels the circumcision that God brought for Abraham for him to be in covenant. This was the token of the covenant that they had. And in that, they cut away the foreskin that took place in that. So this picture is the same thing. I know we have a picture in our church. I think it's still up in the hallway that has a picture of a 
the outward part of a man being peeled away and the new man being exposed in that. It's one of my favorite pictures And, and of that's that. exactly yes. what happens in that. That's that what a, baptism a cuts away the old man out of your life, and now you can walk in that newness of life that he's given you. But I didn't want us to leave that yesterday without touching about that uh, on baptism and what it really represents because it's much more than just getting in the water, yes. you know, having that public profession. It's actually a funeral is what it is. The <laughs> and old a resurrection. Darryl, yeah, the old Daryl Barber is dead, and we're burying him today. And when I come up out of that waters of baptism, you're seeing the new creation in Christ Jesus, you know. That's so good. That's, I, as a matter of fact, this past uh, Wednesday in chapel, one of the students asked me, is it okay to be baptized more than once? And I quickly said to them, yes, it is. And let me say why. It's because it when you have the full understanding of it, you talk about making a difference in how you think. Well, you can have faith in you what you're doing. You can have faith in what you're doing. And a lot of times, uh, baptism is just kind of the spur of the moment or you know, you don't have all the full understanding of it, so you don't have the fullness of the faith part of it yeah. in there. It's just like, oh, I know I need to do this. Right. That that's that's good, but when you know that you need to do it and you understand the power and the resurrection that comes a resurrection power that comes with that, it changes your mindset. Yeah, and the thing is, is we don't baptize unbelievers. We baptize believers. believers. <laughs> and that's why we're having that public profession. Yes. So you're already born again, but this is why you get baptized. This is the reason for that, you know, and it's just a work of the Lord going on in that in your life. But uh, maybe maybe hearing this, you might want to talk to your pastor about being baptized. Well, you know? I, I think it's very important. That, you know, we say that about even with... Um, with people who come in and they are trying to finish off their their walk with the Lord and or not finish it off, but be able to get it in a, in a good place, a good foundation. And that's why we always say that baptism, the part of baptism is so important. It's not just uh, what, of course, they need to be discipled and they right. need to be baptized. And that's what I look at when I look at Matthew 28, 18 through 20. He is saying, look, you need to go out here and you need to show them who I am and draw them unto me, and then you need to baptize them. And we talk about it with the, the authority of Christ over their lives. And then then he says, teaching them to observe whatsoever I command, I commanded you. In other words, uh, I said like this, you can't teach what you don't know. Right. So it's so important that you know how to present Christ to them because how are you going to do that if, if you don't know anything about it? Well, and this is a good tool for you, too, to have, you know, in your tool belt, if you would. Yes. Is, you know, because people have all kinds of questions. They've heard all kinds of things about church and People that don't go to church can tell you more about church than people yes. that go. You know, <laughs> yeah. the way Sometimes that usually takes place. Yes. But it gives you a good tool to be able to minister to them and to speak to them. Uh, we're not going to get how yeah. to witness today because we don't have enough time, but we will go into that in our next podcast. And I, I'm excited about that because I was thinking about my opportunities to go and minister at the Dream Center. And some of these things that we're going to talk about, the do's and the don'ts of witnessing, is things that I practice every time that I go in there and anywhere else that I present 
Jesus. And so please tune back in with us. <laughs> I knew we weren't going to get done that quick, well, but we did our best. We did our best. Uh, there's always another little, you know. Uh, well, the we'll Lord keeps adding to Adding it. to. Thank you. I won't go call it a rabbit trail. Just yeah. adding to. You have a great day. Be blessed, everybody. Tune back in with us tomorrow.